action. (laughs) (laughs) What's up, y'all? Welcome to another day. Beautiful day. Beautiful night. Nighttime. Sleep time. We're wifey and wifey. I am wavy, and this is baby. Say hello. I'm Tuesday. I'm here with my beautiful, obviously tired wife. This stream of consciousness, the <laughs> spoken sp- word she got going. The sleepier uh, I get, the better the content. That's the truth. Keep it rolling. <laughs> um, you already know this is Wifey and Wifey. We're a podcast. We're married. We talk about things, and we also record ourselves talking about these things on the YouTube's, on the tubes. Check us out on the tubes. I'm gonna have some shit to edit, but anyways, what are we talking about today? Don't edit me out. I'm not because that's too much work. Express yourself. They need to know who I am. This is you. You was when I get tired. Weird stuff happens, and y'all gonna have to get over it because we record these podcasts at night. I'm always tired. Anyway, shut up. We got some shit to talk about with y'all today, AA, and it's gonna be good. You want me to tell you what it is? Go on, tell them, baby. I'm gonna tell them. Tell them. So, listen, <laughs> we got some things, okay? Do you date your spouse? How has dating been during the pandemic? What ideas do we have for dates for the people? What is your love language? Do you know your love language? Do y'all know your love language? We know our love languages. And we'll talk about it. (laughs) And also, last but not least, do you cater to your partner's love language if you know their love language? Interesting lineup today, don't you think? Very interesting, Wavy. Do we sound like announcers <laughs> at a ball game? Because I love baseball. Anyway. Um, Chaotic. <laughs> yeah. So that's what we got. But that's what we got in store, though. You know, we're going to get into those topics for y'all. But before that, I know we've done this already. Yeah. But how are you? I'm good. You're pretty. Thank you. You're also beautiful. And I love you so much. I love you too, baby. Anyway. How are you? I'm good. I'm tired, but I'm excited because I like doing this podcast. It gives me time to pick your brain. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. (laughs) We're going to take a quick break. Be right back with you guys. Let's get it popping. Back, fam. We are back. Ready to jump into these topics with y'all. What are we talking about again? Tell Um, people. I told them last time that you got to add it to how we've handled dating during the pandemic. We're also going to talk about date ideas. I didn't write any down, so I'm hoping that my wife has some. Um, Love languages, are they important? And how do you cater to your partner's love language? Cool, cool. Let's just start at the top. It seems to be the easiest thing for us to do. We try to follow the script, but not all the time because we do whatever we want. And I'm pretty sure this is going to end up being a comedy podcast. Yeah. This. So, (laughs) um, how have we handled dating during the pandemic? We've actually been doing well. We stay in Texas. So if you can believe it or not, 
Nothing Shit has don't changed. be shut down like that. Nothing has changed. Um, our restaurants are lower. Completely open. No, they're not. <laughs> they're lower capacity or like spacing or whatever. Like people still have to be like six feet kind of. But when it was like really bad and locked down, we were basically having dates in our apartment. We literally got dressed up one day, took pictures. Like I made a whole meal. It was a whole thing. Um, and I'm one of those females that like, I like to pick out both our clothes, like, because I want us to match on the same like color scheme so we can take pictures, you know, I did all that. And we had like a little date in our kitchen. It was cute. We had like little candles and we had like made like a whole night of it. It was beautiful. I have pictures of it on my Instagram, wavy underscore painter, if you want to check it out. Indeed. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think we've handled dating during the pandemic well. We try to take care of each other, you know, think about each other and what the other one might want to have or do. So I don't think we've been doing too bad. Yeah, we've definitely been in an interesting uh, position, though. Because a lot of people, they've been working from home along with their spouse. So they've been basically just stuck in the house with their spouse. Neither one of us worked from home. But um, until recently, we worked at the same job in basically close proximity. So even we basically with each other all the time. So we obviously like each other because our lives are set up where we are basically with each other all the time. So that definitely helps um, the fact that we like each other along with loving each other and being close with someone. I think a lot of a lot of people just kind of get caught up in the rat race and get content and don't check in with their partners enough. So the pandemic really forced them in close quarters with someone who they probably hadn't been had that much like close proximity, intimate talks or time in months. So they really like basically like getting stuck in an elevator with a stranger. Yeah. I feel I can feel that. I can see that. Yeah. Um like she said, we are with each other a lot. Um there's this funny thing that we used to do all the time and we still do it every now and again. Where we'll be like, you're lucky I like you, not love you like you, because it's very important. <laughs> um, especially when you are committed to a relationship, you know, because a lot of the times you'll see how people have been together for 10, 15 years and it's like they can't stand to be in the same room with each other. Exactly. It's not because they don't love each other anymore, it's because they don't like each other. They genuinely don't like each other and it could have either been avoided or resolved just by simple communication and checking in saying if you are still compatible with somebody but when you've literally not even communicated with them for 15 years you don't know if you're compatible with them or not you just look up one day and you realize that you don't even know this person and you don't fuck with them mm -hmm. but you still love them because whatever reason insert yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and sorry reason here, but I mean because I'm, you've been with them for fifteen years, probably and I mean, more than likely. You just love them as a person, like they're yeah. your they're your family. You love your family, most people. Yeah, 
but you know, well, whatever. That that that's what. Um, yeah. So I mean, we've kind of we've done good with dating during the pandemic, um, and like I said, it's just really foundational. We went into it with the mindset we've said several times. Um, working on our marriage day to day, putting in extra effort as much as we can. And I guess it kind of segues into date ideas. Before the pandemic, it was a little bit easier, of course, because things have kind of shut down here in Texas. It's pretty much free for all back again. But we would, I would a lot of the times just Google free events in Dallas and find stuff that was kind of on the low or free in general that we might like or seemed interesting and just have an adventure. Um, Other times we just jump in the car and just drive around. Yeah, we're really big on like car adventures. That That's one of our things. Literally, when she says jump, jump in the, in the car... car. And just she means ride walk around. out to the car, get in it with absolutely no, no idea where we're going with no direction, say something interesting and stop. That's a whole day of just like getting to know somebody. Yeah. Honestly. Like, and I think that's kind of been some of the most fun dates that we've had is just like riding around the city. And that's easier to do because we live in Dallas, Fort Worth. There's millions of things to shop and see and do and explore the city like we haven't even gotten close to exploring all of dallas <laughs> yeah you've been here all of your life i've been here since yeah. i was like 12. i mean and you're also going to want to take into consideration like what you what you and the person that you're with what's your interest are yeah, you know what, what i mean common. um because i think People always want to go for the grand gesture, mm-hmm. but sometimes the simplest stuff is the sweetest stuff. You know what I mean? Like Definitely. people always think that picnics are cliche, but what's wrong with the picnic? Yeah, especially when you broke. <laughs> yeah, that's very you true. know, like or when you, maybe you don't have a bunch of time to plan stuff but you know what your partner's absolute favorite foods are. It doesn't always have to be like a charcuterie board. You know what I mean? Like it could just literally be like a candy picnic where y'all literally just sit by the lake, eat junk food and talk about stuff you talked about when you were kids. You know what I mean? We had legs at the park by the lake. Like <laughs> that was really fun. Um, just maybe you go in the store and you're like, man, I'm gonna get all their favorite snack foods and pack mm-hmm. them up, and we're gonna go here and do this. Or if y'all like hikes, do that. Yeah, you know, it's a it's a good way to be with your thoughts and with somebody at the same time, but it's very intimate because there's not a lot of people around to taint your experience. Yeah. Um, I think some of the best um, date ideas to like get to know somebody are kind of more on the simpler side and definitely on the less expensive side. You know, you can never outdo, do too many picnics, just change what you're eating. Um, I've seen people like literally take dates to walmart and like pick out your favorite junk food or pick out your favorite movie or something like that 
Um, and even us, when we're driving around in the car, we'll just like end up in really nice neighborhoods and look at houses and kind of like, if we won the lottery type conversations that are always like really fun and nice and just bring us closer together and have intimate time without yeah. a bunch of noise. And I mean, she says fun and nice, but they're also very insightful. Yeah. Um, it really lets you know what your partner's mindset is. Yeah. Because I mean, if you don't have a conversation about it, how would you know how your partner would spend a million dollars unless y'all won a million dollars? Yeah. You know what I mean? And maybe that person that they think they want to be when they win a million dollars is not somebody you're interested in, especially if it's somebody you just started dating. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you have to want to know more. I I notice a lot that people like to do very surface dating. Definitely. And it's an issue. That's cool in the beginning, like for some people. But I mean, at this age, like I'm not saying I'm like some old hag or whatever, whoever you are, you're some old hag. But I mean, I'm 29 almost. I'll be 29 in two weeks. And I don't think I could imagine going back into dating at this age and wanting to talk to people about their favorite color or, you know, their, you know, like just that surface stuff. Like, yeah. I don't. Uh, one of my biggest makes me gag. Yeah, one of my biggest turnoffs when I was dating, even when I was younger and I was quite superficial and surface level myself, is when I would ask a woman what they like to do, and if they responded with, you know, just chill. What does that mean? Like if you chill ask, and do what? If you ask me what <laughs> I like to do, you know, exactly. <laughs> if somebody asks you what you what you like to do, they want to know what you like to do. I'm gonna be like, oh, you know, I like to watch movies. I like sci-fi. I like to, you know, play games on my phone. I like to go out and chill with my dog. I like to, you know, there's so many things. Just I like chill? to have fun with my friends. I like to go out to new restaurants and try new foods. Like there's anything you could say. I like to eat coochie. You could have said anything. <laughs> I would even respect, like, I just like to sit around and listen to music all day and smoke weed. At least that's a full sentence, but just chill. I remember I was in college and I was, I was at a rave, so I shouldn't have had my hopes that high. But there was this girl, she was so fine. She was rubbing on my booty on the dance floor. And I was like, oh, like, we should hang out. What do you like to do? And she was like, chill. And I was like, chill and do what? Chill. So, I mean, obviously I'm not with her, was never. And I didn't even, I was going to, like, hunch on her. But that was. I don't know. Dumb girls are eternal. Ooh. That's Just a whole like other episode, People honey, who don't cause... take care of their feet are a turn off. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we're gonna we're gonna skip over that yeah. because that's the whole thing. Um, love languages. Yeah, we kind of got into the love languages. How both of our love languages are the the main ones are acts of service. Um, but the the question is, are love languages important? And if it's my opinion, my own personal opinion, no. Um, <laughs> eh, not really. 
Um, I think it's more important to communicate and know your partner. I mean, I guess some people would probably get in like comment sections of this podcast or on the YouTube and be like, you're you're basically saying that love languages are important. If it's important to know your partner, then you would know that love language and blah, 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 blah. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) You won't have to be here. You can lick my balls. Um, Love languages are just words. It's just words that some somebody made up and made y'all take a test and make y'all think the shit was real. Very like, good branding. It. I mean, it is it important to know your partner? Duh. What the <laughs> fuck are you with them for if you don't know them? But are love languages specifically important? No. Like I told y'all, I got. I can't remember the point system, but like almost majority of my points were on acts of service and then the rest of them were so super close and the bottom two were both two and then i think i got like six and six on the middle two because there are five Mm -hmm. and what did that tell me i know i like acts of service and donica already knew that shit too took the test for nothing like we like to do stuff for each other and like to have stuff done for us Mm -hmm. i feel like any else with those other things are so marginally unimportant that I wouldn't even notice what level they are. Yeah. And I mean, when you get to know somebody, you eventually learn what they like for you to do. Whether you take those cues or not are not my problem. That's your own problem. So, I mean, not really in my opinion. Love languages are not important. Donica might have a different opinion. That's cool. Yeah, this might be officially the first time we officially disagree. I agree with a lot of the things you said. It's just important to know your partner and what they like. I mean, simple as that. And love languages are just something that some man made up. He wrote it in a book. Like I said, absolute great branding because we're all still talking about it, still taking the test. But I think that they are important. What she said is true, but I think knowing your love language is just a tool to not only know more about yourself and how you receive love, is to know about your partner. So it's just a tool to tap into what you like and what your partner likes and what are things that you can do, both do, to cater to each other and create a space where you guys can just love on each other the way that each other appreciates. In our instance, of course, I knew she liked active service, and then I, I liked active service. But I think for a lot of people, one, they don't know that about their partner, and two, they don't know that about themselves. We probably communicate more than most people, and we're probably more similar than most couples. So that's why I think that... That is not true. <laughs> Y'all, that's not true. And and she's laughing, but it's not true. Like, we come to a lot of agreements, common ground, and realize where we want to be in this relationship moving forward. And then mm-hmm. if that's going to be together, then there are going to need to be a lot of things that we agree on. But... We are two different people who have different opinions about a lot of different shit. 
Like, (laughs) and I'm just being honest. The reason I kind of feel like love languages aren't necessarily important is because I feel like they're just a tool. Yeah. And if, if you are dumb enough to not use the tools at your disposal to further your relationship, then the fact that it's a love language is it, it's not important. It's, it's no more important than communication or, or, it less important than communication actually but you know what i mean or any yeah. other any other thing that you can google out there it's no it's no more important than if your girl likes to get her coochie and you google the best way to give cunnilingus i don't it's the same shit like i'm literally just using the tools at my disposal <laughs> to better my relationship yeah i think that's why i don't see it as an important thing but it's cool. It's a cool, it's cool thing to it's know. It's not important. Yeah, it, it's a cool thing to know. I'm glad that I know it because it allows me to do better in our relationship. But no, I do not feel it is that important. And y'all can feel how y'all feel about it. Do you think it's important to cater to someone's love language, though you don't feel like they're important? I feel like it's important to cater to your partner, period. Yeah. And the way I think catering to someone's love language, it's basically, so, you know, we both got acts of service. And even in our relationship, both of us having acts of service can sometimes conflict because it comes down to who's the giver and who's the receiver and what situations. And sometimes I want to give and that's the way I just want to show my love and be in love with my wife and sometimes she also wants to give so you can see there's sometimes conflict are we both laying down when this is happening i'll let you decide (laughs) but (laughs) yo she's ridiculous your mom said she's not gonna listen to this podcast so in other situations i know people have you know, if someone's act of service and someone's words of affirmations is their love language, if I'm, if your words of affirmation and I'm acts of service, if I'm doing something for you because that's what I would want from someone else, and you're saying something to me but not doing what I would like, like you're you're catering Baby, to I yourself. Get, I get what you're saying, and yeah. I, I mean. I would hope that anybody listening to this podcast is also smart enough to understand what she's saying. And if you're not, DM us about it and I'll explain it. I'm not being an asshole. I'm just not about to go over and over again. But the thing about it is, though, is that that still boils down to people being willing to learn who their partner is. Yeah. You can call it love languages all you want. But before there was this word, this thing, this theme, love languages, you either knew your partner or you didn't. And if you knew your partner, you knew what they liked and you knew how they wanted to be loved if y'all were communicating properly. Hmm. Yes. I agree I, that, and you. that you don't have to agree. No, I mean, I, I agree. <laughs> I, I agree with that part. The, the, the thing, just, I, I think, think I, and I, I get what you're saying. Like, oh, if I'm trying to give you words of affirmation and that's not your love language, then that doesn't resonate with yeah. you. Yeah. Cool, I guess. Facts. But 
if I'm in love with you and I've learned who you are as a person by watching you, by being around you, by talking to you, Mm -hmm. asking you questions and getting to know you, then I would fucking know that giving you words of affirmation doesn't get your motor going. And I, I think what it is, I feel like with the way you're saying it, it almost assumes that people a are good communicators and B I wouldn't say like it does not assume that because I definitely said earlier you have that to people need to use the tools at their disposal. Okay. I definitely said that. Okay. I said that. Oh, you I remember use, you saying that. Use the tools at your disposal. If you want to know what somebody's love language is and this is a tool that you're gonna use to better your relationship, use that shit. Do it. But what I'm saying is that tools do not replace hard work it does not replace communication which is why it's not important in my mind okay but if somebody thinks it's important that's cool if it's working for you that's cool do not let me be the reason you change who you are stick to your guns yeah we went over that last stick to your shit do what you gotta do this is my opinion donica's got her opinion her opinion. Girl, you can't be just cool. This is YouTube. Mind your business. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, yes, yeah, we've, just... we've officially disagreed, but also agreed on some things, but definitely disagreed. So I think that gives us like half points in the disagree. Disagree. Yeah. <laughs> whatever. Um, yeah. Whatever. <laughs> it is what it is. But yeah. Um. I mean, I think it's interesting to know someone's love language. I said it was important. She said it wasn't. You know, you can form your own opinion. Uh, hit us up on Instagram or on YouTube what you feel. Um, obviously, we are a married couple, and we need y'all to vote on who's right and who's wrong. I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> y'all ain't, y'all ain't got to vote. I already know. You can put it in the, uh, what that thing Okay, let's, let's go ahead and, let's go ahead and end this, because I see right. where this is going. Yeah, right. I see where this is going. Yeah, you just, all right. She said we done. All right, y'all. I'll talk to y'all next time. It's cool. I'm going to be quiet, but when y'all leave, I'll be talking again. I can't. <laughs> all right, y'all. Thanks for hanging out with us tonight. Maybe it's morning when you're listening to this, whatever. Feel free. Hit us up on Instagram. You're going to have to vote and see who's right. Wavy says she's right. Um, I'm going to agree with her. But if you want to agree with me anyways, I have to be on her side because I'm her wife. But if you want to say that I am right, I'm not going to stop you from saying that. I hope that makes sense. Do y'all anyways, get this, bu- y'all, do y'all this bullshit? <laughs> at wifey in wifey. Um, wifey, I was going to say the number in. The letter in wifey. Wifey and Wifey on YouTube. Please rate, comment, review on things like YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Tell a friend. Tell your dentist. Tell your mama if she's into freaky what we got stuff. Going on. Yeah. Um, if she's fine, send her my way. I might be into that too. Not if you got an old mama though. Uh, yeah. I mean, as long as she's not old enough to be my mama. Which is much. We'll talk about that later. Anyways, buymeacoffee.com backslash wifey and wifey. Um, maybe your mama is old, but she's got some change in her pocketbooks. If Tell, I ain't got a fucker. 
Center my way. Yeah, this this outro has descended <laughs> into <laughs> all types of nonsense. <laughs> all right, y'all. Thanks for fucking with us. And we're we're wifey and wifey. Catch y'all later. Peace. Peace. <laughs>